now. ESPN 580 Orlando's live, local, and loud. It is 6 o'clock and we are live, local, and loud here on ESPN 580. It's a Wednesday edition of the big show in the Victory Casino Cruises.com studios. Home of the only legal sports book in Central Florida. A full two Simply outstanding hours of sports talk conversation for you oh, That's here a lot of pressure. On ESPN 580. <laughs> He's Jerry. I'm Nick. Thanks for hanging out with us, making our Wednesday. Part of your Wednesday, our Dubstrad Teed Up question tonight, uh, and this is a topic I look forward to doing every single year yep. at the start of the NFL season. And by the way, we have a four-pack of Florida State tickets, all right? We're giving away four? a four-pack. Four-pack, yes. you told me two. No, you weren't listening on the phone oh, because wow. you're incapable of listening when we have conversations. Four. Four. That's we are giving huge. away a four-pack of Florida State Seminoles tickets to Saturday's game against Northern Illinois. It will go to our best response, okay? Our best caller or our best text, all right, to our Dubstrad teed up question tonight, which is this. Which 0-2 NFL team has the best chance to make the NFL playoffs? Seven 0-2 teams. Which one? If you had to pick right now, which one of them do you think We'll make the playoffs. Isn't that funny? There's seven 0 and two teams. Seven 0 and two teams. Seven two and 0 teams. Yeah, the ties kind of screwed this whole thing up. Those 0 and two teams, by the way, Seattle, the New York Football Giants, Oakland, Arizona, Houston, Buffalo, and Detroit. 844-225-5580. That's 844-225-5580. Also, via the text on the Grill Seafood text line, that is 21232, a four-pack of Florida State tickets going to our best response of the night. Let's find out what you're talking about today. The Yingling Six Pack. Because we know you like your Yingling cold. And your topic's hot. It's the Yingling Six Pack. The six most talked about stories today. On live, local, and loud. One. Well, Nick put me in a weird position tonight as we explore our top six trending stories in the 407321. Normally, if there's a story in the top six that I know he's going to hate, I bounce it and I go to number seven. So tonight I came in. I'm like, all right, we're going to bounce number uh, five tonight because I didn't think, which is probably number five. Um, and he's like, no, I want to talk about number five. So we're going to give you seven again for two days in a row. I apologize in advance. We're not staying true to the form of the top six and six. But the number one trending story in all of Central Florida is is Space Jam 2 is going to happen. That's correct. We kind of talked about it real early on when no one else was talking about it. But now apparently we have a producer and a director. Yeah. I, I don't really care whether or not LeBron makes this movie, but what well, I... you cared, like, when we talked about it last time. Well, here's the thing. Like, what I want is for LeBron to stop saying that he's chasing Michael... Or to stop denying that he's chasing Michael Jordan <laughs> when he's already said, I'm chasing the, the ghosts of Michael Jordan, and now he's making the movie that Michael made. Like, LeBron always makes a deal about the media having the conversation about LeBron versus MJ, but LeBron is out there kind of actively chasing Michael Jordan while he's doing it and then saying, well, I don't want anyone to talk about it. So, listen, like, this will be fun. I think a whole other generation of young basketball fans, of young kids are going to get to experience a movie that I, listen, I loved this movie growing up. I loved Michael Jordan. I, I of course, was a Looney Tunes kid as well. I grew up in that era. And I love this movie. I watched it over and over and over again, and it's kind of awesome they're going to remake it. I cannot believe Scott Inez has never seen this movie. Well, they're not remaking it. I believe it's a sequel. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, I mean, like, whatever. Sequel. It's that not a reboot. That they're, that they're building on top okay, of the okay. storyline. Scott hasn't seen it. Then again, he, he calls them Ernie and Bert, too. So, I mean, there's... Yeah, who the heck calls them Ernie and Bert? Scott Inez All right, oh, don't go on to two yet. Real quick. I know we mentioned that we got a director. That's that Terrence Nance guy, right? 
He's the Black Panther guy, right? Yes. But here's the other little weird Michael Jordan connection thing. The producer on board is a guy named Ryan Coogler. He made two movies, Creed and Fruitville Station. Do you want to know who starred in those two movies? Michael B. Jordan. Oh, no connection, huh? Two. All right, number two. The hope, of course, is that Aaron Rodgers won't have an injury going forward, especially after that last tie there against Minnesota. Uh, Sunday's 29-29 left a lot of people in Green uh, Green Bay land questioning maybe if he was 100%. He's not. Apparently, he's hoping that the injury kind of goes the other way, but he's not confident it could get worse, which begs the question, if you're looking down through the schedule, is there a game that maybe Aaron Rodgers should just take off, create his own little buy? Yeah, and it's actually week four. Green Bay hosts Buffalo, and that's maybe when you get it done. Uh, he didn't look 100% when they no, played Minnesota wasn't. on Sunday, and the knee injury that he has is not going to heal throughout the year unless he stays off of it. Green Bay has uh, Washington this week. Then they play uh, they, they play uh, Buffalo. Then they're at Detroit. They have San Francisco at home, and then they have that bye week. Maybe you can get him some rest in there depending on how the team plays going into maybe the San Francisco bye week, and you get him like two or three weeks off there. Three. The number three trending story in Central Florida is the Dallas Mavericks. Mark Cuban has agreed to contribute $10 million to women's organizations but will not face any other punishments stemming from what the NBA commissioner called disturbing and heartbreaking allegations of harassment and violence towards female employees in the organization. They went on to say that no fines were levied against Mr. Cuban or against the Dallas Mavericks organization, but if you're forced to give $10 million to charity, isn't that kind of a fine? Uh, kind of feels like it. Uh, Mark <laughs> Cuban really only cares about this because it's made public, because yeah. people know about it. Uh him saying that he didn't know about the terrible office environment that was being fostered there with the Dallas Mavericks, I think is complete crap. I don't know how a guy can say that he's so detail-oriented and that he's all about the organization, and this situation with the Mavericks was known and pretty common knowledge by people in the sports scene and the sports media scene there in Houston. Mark Cuban is now trying to cover up for the fact that he knew about this environment, he fostered it, and just let it go on. Hopefully this turns things around there in Houston, though. Uh, in Dallas, excuse me, I said Houston in Dallas, uh, and uh, they're able to kind of get this turned around. The $10 million, though, uh, hopefully it goes to a good cause and they're able to help the situation there, but Mark Cuban needs to focus a little bit more on the Dallas Mavericks. Four. We're halfway through our Yingling six-pack. It is the so top six today, seven. It's trending stories in the 407-321. Steelers coach Mike Tomlin said on Wednesday that he has disciplined all-pro wide receiver Antonio Brown for not showing up on Monday. Is, is, is this the Steelers the, for a town that's blue collar where everybody shows up to work? Why is this team known as the team where no one shows up to work? They're the drama tween, uh, team. There was, there, yeah. was a, uh, there was a great article on The Ringer, actually, that equated the, the Pittsburgh Steelers to an NBA team. Like They are giving us drama in a league <laughs> that we don't get drama out of. Normally, it's a bland league where you don't get a ton of storylines like this off the field. And the Steelers are giving us all of it and more, everything you would expect from an NBA team. Uh, what, what, what's the punishment for Mike Tomlin? Like, I'd like to know. They didn't because, disclose it. I know. And it's because it's probably nothing. It's probably just oh, really? complete crap from Mike Tomlin. Because Mike Tomlin has told us plenty of times, Oh, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk to Antonio Brown about his social media use. I'm going to talk to Antonio Brown about showing up for work. And Antonio Brown has shown no respect for his team, his coach, or his organization. Uh, 
unless you change the coach or the players, I don't think that this is going to change there in Pittsburgh. Which one of the Bs up there in Pitt is the bigger problem or distraction so at this I point? So I saw odds on this, actually. Oh, is there uh, odds on this? There was, and I will look for them. But Antonio Brown was actually the least likely to be off the team next year. It wow. was Big Ben was first, then it okay. was Mike Tomlin, then it was Antonio Brown. So I'll get those numbers for you as we go here. But uh, they are taking bets on that now. Five. All right. We weren't going to go with number five, but I guess you wanted to talk about it. I number do. five happens to be Maroon 5. Maroon 5 will be forming the halftime show for Super Bowl L3. What is that? 53? Yeah. On February 3rd. Of course, that will be taking place at the Mercedes-Benz Dome down there if they can figure out how to get the dome open or close in Atlanta, Georgia. You're excited about this? This is a completely terrible, bland selection by the NFL. Well, they keep and I hold on, that now. I get it. I get it that you want to pick something that's safe for the entire audience. Yeah. And since uh, what There's are we going to be no wardrobe since the malfunctions Janet Jackson with thing, Maroon all 5. of that. But <laughs> consider the venue here. You're in Hotlanta. Yeah. This could have been the greatest rap concert of all time. You could have got T.I., you could have got Ludacris, you could have went out and got Gucci Mane. Like you could have really done this right and had turned a whole it other in rant from to a celebration of culture and the, the rap scene there in Atlanta, music in Atlanta, because some great music has come out of Atlanta. Now, I'm hoping, I like Maroon 5, okay? Heck, I'm a 28-year-old white guy. Who doesn't like Maroon 5? I'm a Maroon 5 <laughs> fan. That's fine. I like their music. I also like Coldplay, too, which I think shows, oh, God, shows, it shows you right where I'm at, okay? <laughs> but I think the NFL... You have to find a way to get these artists in there because they are the it rap scene. They are the music Atlanta. scene in Atlanta. Even if you had done no, some doesn't. sort of an homage to Ray Charles or something like that. It doesn't it doesn't fit the venue. And really, these music acts should fit the venue. When you're in New Orleans, I want some jazz. When you're in Miami, I want a little, little salsa, a little Cuban style and all that. When you're in Atlanta, I need some good rap. That's what I need. And they totally messed this up. Six. Number six trending story in Central Florida is Floyd Mayweather. He's going to apparently do a rematch with Manny Pacquiao, but he needs him to hold off a little bit. In the meantime, he's going to do a tune-up fight in Tokyo before that against Pac-Man, but not before Pac-Man, but Manny Pacquiao says he is ready and the rematch will happen. The super fight last happened in 2015. That was like three years ago. Does that feel like three years ago? No, it feels like it was about 10 years ago, and this rematch could not come at all if, if it were up to me. Like, I, really? I will not You're buy done? This you fight. don't care? No, there's no way Floyd Mayweather is getting another dollar from me. This is, this is ridiculous. The first <laughs> fight was terrible. This is like making a sequel to Waterworld, okay? They asked that him about Conor McGregor. He didn't even acknowledge the question. Well, I, I don't like I, I don't care about the McGregor thing either, but I, I don't think these two guys should be fighting again. This once again is them trying to go out and get your money. It was not a good broke. It was money. not a good product the first time. It's not going to be a good product the second time. Do not fund Floyd Mayweather anymore. All right, just to mention number seven because I like the story and I was going to get to it. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald heard about a restaurant owner who had cancer, and he invited everybody through social media to come down and eat Italian food there to support the owner of uh, Caselli's Italian De Delicatessen in Scottsdale. Delicatessen. And he bought all the meals. Could you ever love Larry Fitzgerald more? No, the guy's just so awesome. We talked about Frank Gore yesterday as one of the least kind of yeah. celebrated greatest of all time. He's fourth in the NFL's all-time rushing list. Third, excuse me, on the all-time rushing list. Um, no, fourth. Larry Fitzgerald's right there, too, as a yeah. guy who's just been great his entire career. He's right in front of us. 
And we take him for granted. Yeah. We really do. Great dude, Larry Fitzgerald. Then again, that's not breaking news. That is our Yingling six-pack, our six-pack of trending stories here on live, local, and loud. Our Dubstrat teed up question tonight. Seven 0-2 teams in the NFL. Which one do you think makes the playoffs? You have the Seahawks, the Giants, the Raiders, the Cardinals, the Texans, the Bills, and the Detroit Lions. Which one of those teams makes the playoffs? Uh, In fact... The last time that an 0-2 team did not make the playoffs, 2012. 844-225-5580. That's 844-225-5580. You can also get to us via the uh, Grill Seafood text line at 21232. The best response to our question tonight tonight wins a four-pack of Florida State tickets to their game on Saturday against NIU. Your calls, your texts, your tweets on this at ESPN580, Nick, at Daniels. They're next. This is Live Local and Loud. This is ESPN 580 Orlando's live, local, and loud. There are seven 0-2 teams in the NFL to start off the season. Which one do you think makes the playoffs? It's our Dubstrad teed up question of the night. Nikki Football here. Jerry Daniels is with me. We are live, local, and loud. Hanging out in the Victory Casino. Cruises.com Studios, home of the only legal sports book in Central Florida. The best response to our question of the night wins a four-pack of Florida State tickets to their game against NIU on Saturday. Uh, We will uh, contact the winner at the end of the show. That'll be announced at the end. You can get in touch, 844-225-5580. That's 844-225-5580. Also, via the text and the Grill Seafood text line, 21232. That is 21232. So which 0-2 NFL team do you think has the best chance to make the playoffs? Seattle? The Giant, New York Giants, the Oakland Raiders, the Arizona Cardinals, the Houston Texans, the Buffalo Bills, and the Detroit Lions. Those are the 0-2 teams, okay? Now, teams that start the year 0-2, just to kind of give you a lay of the land here so you can make your best pick. Teams that start the year 0-2 statistically have a 12% chance to make the playoffs. Since the NFL expanded the playoffs in 1990, 28 of 233 teams have made the playoffs since the NFL expanded the playoffs again in 2002. 14 of 133 teams have made the playoffs after starting 0-2. But a strange quirk to this, Jerry, is that an 0-2 team has made the playoffs each season going back to 2012. 2012 was the last time that a team that started 0-2 did not make the playoffs and I feel like the Saints have been that team like three times. <laughs> I feel like the Saints have been that team like three or four times. You're going to get in trouble. There's going to be a texture yelling at you any second. No, no, I think the Saints have started the, the season 0-2 wow. each of the last three years. Like, I am i don't think I'm out of line by saying that. Um, which team do you think has the best chance to make it? Do you want me to answer that now? I do. I, I, oh, okay. I think it's Seattle. You do? I, 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 I love the coaching up there. I know... Their defense is at the end of a, a line. Now I might be a little bit sympathetic as we got three nights up there in the in the great northwest, but I think Seattle, um I think Seattle is a contender. And am I allowed to have a second one or no? No, just go with one. Okay. Just go with one because well, there's very little room we have here. So you're going with Seattle. I'm gonna go with Seattle. All right, okay. I but I have a feeling you're gonna pick my number two. I, I'm I'm sure, and that's why I don't want you to give a number two because I'd I'd like to have a choice here. But we're going to go to the phone lines, 844-225-5580, also via the text to 21232. Jerry says, it is the Seattle Seahawks. I had two finalists, and Seattle was one, one of those one teams. Of the Let's go to Josh and Lake Mary. Josh, you are the leadoff man here on Live Local and Loud. What's up, Josh? Hey, guys. How you doing? Doing great, man. What do you think? Um, I, uh, 
I think Houston. I think Houston is going to be the team. Um, I, I'm not completely sold on Deshaun Watson yet, but I think if he can get into the same form that he was in last year before he got hurt and he can make that connection with Hopkins and maybe a healthy Will Fuller. And then, he, I mean, obviously J.J. Watt's got to be healthy the whole year and clowny and merciless, but that's a heck of a team if they're able to pull it together, I think. Josh, I, I agree with you. Houston was the team that I picked, and for a lot of the reasons that you just laid out there, of all these teams, maybe aside from Seattle, I like Deshaun Watson the best in terms of of quarterback. I like him better than Matt Stafford, better than the rookie Josh Allen, more than Sam Bradford or Josh Rosen playing right now. A little bit better than Derek Carr even, and I know we have a larger sample size. Uh, much better than Eli Manning, who looks horrid. Derek Carr is the best quarterback of the 0-2s right of now. The, no, I would say Russell Wilson is. Really? I would, I right would, now? Of the 0-2 quarterbacks. the samples I'm seeing this year? Of the 0-2 okay. teams with in terms of quarterback rankings, okay. I would go probably... Russell Wilson, just because of the experience, okay. I would take Deshaun Watson over Derek no Carr, way. and then I would go no, Derek no Carr. No universe because of like a four-week sample size from last year? Are you freaking kidding me? Of a four-week sample well, size? Well, how many weeks before he got injured last year? I think he played about 14 games last year, Jerry. I'd have to go back and look, but I mean, it's been a minute since that big season they had where they made the playoffs and he got hurt at the end of the year. Like Derek Carr did not look good last All year. you're looking at in Oakland is a situation where Gruden's Offense is more complicated than most, and it's going to take them a while because there are a bunch of idiots on that offensive line to catch up with that plan. But once they do, Derek Carr is going to come into his own. Now, I Derek Carr played fifteen games last year. He went six no. I was and talking nine. about Deshaun Watson. Okay, how many games oh, did no, Deshaun no. Watson play games. before? You seven. Said, you said you said four games for Derek Carr. Okay, that's where the confusion. No, no, no that no. was the confusion. Okay, no, no, yeah, no, I'm sorry. Deshaun Watson played seven games. Seven. Last year. Okay, for in my head it was four or five, so he okay. played longer, but. Okay, so that's a better sample size than in my head I was going to say, but still, he doesn't have the experience of either Russell Wilson or Derek yeah, Carr. Seven games, six starts. Deshaun Watson went three and three last year, gave us nineteen touchdowns, eight interceptions, and I think he rushed for a injuries few as well. heal though. And I'm telling you, Seattle's an injury situation. Two rushing touchdowns, so they're no, going to get better up there. No, that team's not good. That team is not. You just written them off. I, I'm writing off Seattle. I think Seattle is. Uh-huh. Done. And I, I'll, I'll tell you why coming up here in just a bit. Eight four four two two five 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 eight zero. Text <laughs> is two one two three two seven zero and two teams in the NFL to start the season. Which one do you think makes the playoffs? Best response gets a four pack to the Florida State game on Saturday. Let's go to Ben in Palm Bay. Ben, you are live, local, and loud. What's up, Ben? Uh, not too much, guys. Just heading home from work. So what do you think, Ben? Uh, what what uh, which team do you think has the best chance to to make the playoffs here? When that question came up, I thought, you know, oh, obviously, number one, Houston. I mean, they're just stacked. They're getting healthy. They're getting better. And then I thought about, it, I was like, you know, but they're not going to catch Jacksonville for that division. And I just have a feeling they're going to end up sitting there at ten and six or nine and seven and just get left out of the shuffle when it comes to the wild card. So I actually changed my mind and thought, you know, let's go to the NFC. The team that I think might be able to pull it together and do it is actually the Detroit Lions because if you've got a problem with Aaron Rodgers' health, you've already got Dalvin Cook a little bit dinged up. You know, there's a possibility that they end up sneaking in there, winning a few games, and getting out of that NFC North. Detroit, I, I, I have to That's say— That's a bold prediction, by yeah, the way. Yeah, Ben— I, Props I, to you. I like the thought process. <laughs> uh, it's a little bolder than I would have put it. Um, in terms of the 0-2 teams, I had three immediate cross-offs from this list. Buffalo, Arizona, and Detroit. And mostly, Ben, because 
the division Detroit's playing in is just too difficult. Like you have Green Bay, you have Minnesota, and Chicago has at least looked frisky for two straight weeks. And now I know I just poo-pooed all over Seattle, and uh, Chicago Chicago had to kind of kind of work a little bit to beat them. I think that division and the NFC as a whole is just a little bit too tough. That 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 that's my feeling on it. But if Matt Patricia can turn that defense around. Uh, Matt Stafford, I would say, is one of the better quarterbacks of this seven, uh, group of seven. Uh, maybe you're right, but I, I don't see Detroit having the best opportunity there. I, I, I had them as one of my three immediate cross-offs. What about you, Jerry? I don't know. See, what, what's killing me looking ahead for all of the East Coast teams is that this year, for some reason, all of the teams not in the West seem to have room to grow. And that's the biggest question for me is, is as you look at any sort of NFL team, it's the hot hand. And right now I'm looking at teams that I think could get a hot hand and none of them are not named Seattle, Oakland, or Houston. Those were the final three teams that I came up with. Now um, you got three. You're cheating. Well, no, I'm saying in terms of the way that I work. So let me let me show you how I work this thing down, okay? okay. So it's seven total teams. When I, when I worked through it, by the way, those teams are Seattle, the New York Giants, Oakland, Arizona, Houston, Buffalo, and Detroit. Of those seven teams, I had three immediate cross-offs, like I just mentioned to Ben there. Buffalo, can, I, can I guess? Yeah, okay. Okay, go ahead. So, so Bills... Yes. Lions, Giants. Yes. No, I had the Cardinals. You had the Cardinals as the complete worst. You don't but, think that young talent might come around? No, I, 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 I've I, seen too much in two games. Okay. You you could be right. They have a lot of talent is there. Larry's still there as a leader. Larry, Larry Fitzgerald is still there. That defense I thought was going to be better. Um, I think the case to make you for had Arizona. You last year, I did. Remember? No, I had him as a sleeper this year. And through two games, they... They have not looked good. Now, you played Washington and the L.A. Rams. We'll see how they look at home against my Chicago Bears this week. But here's the immediate cross-offs, Buffalo, Arizona, and Detroit. Buffalo had a dude retired half. So Buffalo's (laughs) out. Greatest story so far of the NFL. Vontae Davis, when a dude dude (laughs) retires at halftime, your team's not making the playoffs. Uh, Arizona, if Josh Rosen was better than Sam Bradford, he'd be playing already. This team has looked just horrid through the first two games. We'll see what happens there, but I have them as a You don't think they're protecting up. him? They, they they could be, but that also continues to make the point the team's not going to get any better then because at the okay. most crucial position, they still have Sam Bradford, and he has not looked even as competent so as I thought he could look. you have hope for the Giants. Detroit was the third team on my list, but that division is way too tough, as I just said. Yeah, yeah. I went to kind of that second tier there, and I had the New York Giants. <laughs> I had the Giants there... Because I'm giving them a chance that Saquon Barkley, Odell Beckham Jr., and Sterling Shepard, and Evan Ingram just kind of turn things around for them. Despite the fact that they might have the worst quarterback so in my here's, opinion. And that's, that's the thing. Eli Manning's completing. Here's the good and the bad for Eli Manning. He's completing 69% of his passes. That's good for Eli Manning. The bad? He's, he has a career low of 4.8 adjusted net yards per pass. So this guy is basically throwing the ball 4.8 yards per pass. It's a pop gun offense. It looks terrible, but Pat Shermer turned around Case Keenum last year. Perhaps he can do that with Eli Manning and just needs a little bit of time. This You're 100% the team, right there by the way. This, the coaching is what I have believed. So. Exactly. This okay. this team in terms of in terms of this final four that I, th- th- these four teams that are left they're the furthest away. Like I just, <laughs> I don't like the Giants much, but I keep them there because so the Giants are in their own tier by themselves. They kind of are, and the only reason why is because <laughs> Dallas has not looked great. Yeah, the Reds. Oh, are, 
all those teams are are. I mean, like the Giants are zero and two. Yes, everyone else is one and one. Yeah. So it's not like they're out of it already. All right. The the NFC East has not impressed. So they're me. not out of it by subtraction, is what you're saying. Exactly. That, <laughs> just because no one yeah. no one looks like they're going to run away from. Let's go to Chris in Orlando. Eight four four two two five 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 eight zero. Chris, you're up next on Live Local and Loud. What's up, Chris? Yeah, I, I still I like Deshaun Watson. Not too much over. I mean, Seattle is good, but I, I'm still going. I have the uh, the Texans going against the Rams for the Super Bowl. And I thought Deshaun Watson was the best young quarterback in the league. But this kid with Kansas City oh, is the real deal. Yeah, he, he is. is the real I can't believe deal. everybody's jumping on my bandwagon now. You had him. No, <laughs> I'll give you that. He is the real deal. You had him. And Chris, thank you, thank you Chris. Good call. Appreciate it. Uh, Jerry, you were really high on Pat yeah, Mahomes. he's a monster. So I guess in terms of the way this went, you loved him. Yeah. I liked him. Yeah. And I think... The NFL basic fan was kind of like, let's see. You know what I mean? Everybody, his numbers were cartoonish. And in I the was first thinking, two oh, weeks, yeah. Yeah. And his numbers in college were cartoonish. They really were. Yeah. You just didn't know how to take that. It's but like, because yeah, he was, he's Texas not playing Tech. against the bad. I know. No, I'm 100% Kirk agreeing Kingsbury, with you. I've seen this movie. Yeah, 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 I get yeah. it. Yeah. But a lot of the best quarterbacks come out of these mediocre schools where they're not beat up for four years and they're able to do, have that sort of foundation and build confidence where they're not getting pounded every week. My, if, my struggle with this, and I'm sure someone will prove me wrong with the text, but no quarterback that played in the Big 12 yeah. comes to mind that changed the NFL. Like, what Big 12 uh, quarterback? Who was the okay, last Big 12 quarterback? Yeah. And somebody help me with this, because what Big 12 quarterback came out of school and was immediately like a top 10 quarterback. I can't remember one. Like Sam Bradford was supposed to be that. He wasn't it. Colt McCoy, everyone talked about. He's too small. So I see Pat Mahomes, who's from Texas Tech, lowly Texas Tech, playing for Cliff Kingsbury. He had the arm. His father was a major league baseball pitcher. But Pat Mahomes just did not impress me when it comes to where he came from. And I just thought, you know what? It's going to take him time. I thought the we guy got would- two in there now, but we just don't know what their futures are yet. And who's that? Pat well, Mahomes, Baker, and Baker oh, and, Mayfield. And, yeah, and Baker Mayfield. I was just saying, coming into this season, no, I'm a thinking, historical I'm context. Thinking, you're right. You're 100 percent right. But now all of a sudden, now we have, you know, two that are on the radar. But you're right. Historically, uh, you know, I, I'm sure. I'm looking at the me. list. Just none are like thinking Hall of Famer on. Yeah, me right I'm now. sure someone's going to text in a name and it's going to pop here. But I just have not thought of one a Big Twelve quarterback that has taken the league by storm. But I thought Pat Mahomes could throw for ten touchdowns in three weeks, two weeks, three weeks. I just thought that he'd have six interceptions. And I've got go the list, and they're all mediocre. Okay. So you got we'll, Josh Freeman. We'll get oh, to that. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're we're way late. Uh, here. I'm sorry. We will get to that list. I will tell you, you got which, me excited. I will tell you which team <laughs> I think of the 0-2 teams will make the playoffs. Plus, why I think Seattle their season is already over. That's coming up next. Eight four four two two five 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 eight zero. The text on the Grill Seafood text line two one two three two. And textures, we're not ignoring you. We will get to your text here next. As well. He's Jerry. I'm Nick. We are live, local, and loud. This is ESPN 580 Orlando's live, local, and loud. Hey, welcome back. It's live, local, and loud. He's Jerry. I'm Nick. We're hanging out in the Victory Casino Cruises.com studios, home of the only legal sports book in Central Florida. Our Dubstrad teed up question of the night. There's seven 0 2 NFL teams to start off the season. Which one do you think has the best chance? to make the playoffs and a couple of textures have already gotten to the loophole in this <laughs> that I wanted to get to and I think the answer actually is none of them make the playoffs yeah, but yeah. 
Uh, the very angry is, textures we have sometimes. Well, I, like here's the thing. I mean, like we were talking about the Giants and the Seahawks, and I don't think those teams have a chance to make the playoffs. I think it's done for Seattle already, and I think I'm the Giants are DOA. Um, a lot of stuff to get to here in this segment. First of all, of the seven teams, Seattle, the New York Giants, Oakland, Arizona, Houston, Buffalo, Detroit, I think there's really only one team that has a chance to make the playoffs of any of them, and that's Houston. Houston has a young quarterback coming off a knee injury. As many textures have put it here at the Grill Seafood text line at 21232, if Deshaun Watson finds his stride and that offense gets back to what it was last year with Andre Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins on the outside and Lamar Miller at running back and they're able to protect him, then this team has a chance. They started the season, by the way, with two straight road games. You start off the year at New England. Good luck to anybody. And then you go to Tennessee. It's a tough loss when you lose to Tennessee when they're starting Blaine Gabbert at quarterback and Marcus Mariota doesn't throw a pass. Like, it's a tough loss when you're playing yeah, Tennessee and Marcus Mariota doesn't throw a pass. Three other guys do. And you lose. But I think Houston has the best chance with that defense, with that offense. And most likely they are, they are playing for a wild card, though, because the Jaguars look like the best team in the AFC right now. So I would put Houston on the list first. Let me get to Seattle. That offensive line is trash. For, what is this, like the third or fourth straight year, Seattle's offensive line is going to get Russell Wilson killed. (laughs) He was sacked six times on Monday night against Chicago. Yes, Chicago has a top 10 defense. And Doug Baldwin is still injured. I'm not sure what they're doing at the running back position. I know they have Penny, their first-round pick, who's looked up and down, and they've got this other kid, I think, what, Cross is his name, that they kind of like. I don't see Seattle in terms of the offense being explosive enough for them to score points where that defense can then pick them up enough. I know K.J. Wright's been injured. I know Bobby Wagner has been injured. Of these seven? Yeah, but but I'm talking about Seahawks specifically. Okay. They're going to play the Cardinals twice, okay. right? They're the Rams gonna... are winning that division. I, I, right? I, I, I'm counting the Rams number one. Okay. Okay. So can we get past the Rams? Sure. Okay. So Rams number one, fine. But they're going to play the 49ers twice. They're going to split that or maybe beat the 49ers twice. I'm not mm-hmm. sold on the 49ers. Okay. Uh, Jimmy G is overrated as far as I'm concerned. Um, and then the okay, Cardinals, they might. for another show. Okay. okay. That's fine. I don't want to throw too much out there. All right. But they're, they're probably going to beat the Cardinals twice, right? And then I look at their schedule, and it's not the worst of the NFC of the NFC West. So I'm just saying, I think Oakland is not pretenders yet. I'm giving Oakland more time, and as good as that offense and defense is in Houston, I'm not sold on their quarterback yet. He's not given me enough. Okay, I, and I understand that. I just don't think Seattle is going to be better because they are playing for a wild card than the combination of. Let's say Atlanta, New Orleans, Tampa Bay. I don't know. I mean, like, like you have to realize there's only two wildcard teams. So one of Atlanta, New Orleans, and Carolina, like one of the four teams in the NFC South is going to win that division, whoever you think it is, and likely one wildcard spot will be filled by that team, right? Yeah. Okay. You're right. Then the I mean, NFC North. If you're mediocre, you have a better chance coming out of the AFC. Than right, the AFC. exactly. And that's why I get to Houston here as well. Because sure, okay. Because the 0-2 team that is in the AFC has the best chance because after New England and Jacksonville, who's the third best team in the AFC? Right now it could be Miami. Uh, it's kind of the thing, right? <laughs> uh, it's kind of the thing. Yeah, no, okay. So 
That's why I have Houston number one on this list. The one team we really haven't gotten to here is Oakland, and Oakland's number two on my list. I have Houston, Oakland, Seattle, then the Giants, and then the guys at the bottom of the pack that we kind of talked about. But going back to Seattle real segment. quick, yeah. they're projected to beat the Cowboys this week, right? Okay. Then they play the Cardinals next week. That means by the time they face off against the Rams, we do not expect them to fare well against. They could be 500. But then the following week, they face off against the Raiders and then the Detroit Lions. So there's a legitimate chance by the time they finish with on October 28th against the Lions that the Seahawks could have a winning record. I understand. To me, it looks like an 8-8 eight and eight team, and 8-8 eight and eight does, does not, not get you it. into the and playoffs. That's the big and problem. that's the problem in the NFC. It's six, seven, eight teams deep, and eight wins isn't going to get it. 844-225-5580. The text on the Grilled Seafood text line, 21232. Well, they're 2-0. and oh. We're not even talking about the Bengals, are we? No, oh, wow. but you we, were talking about teams that were good in the, the... I have to say, like, I have just did not even think about the Bengals. <laughs> and they should be... First of all, they played Thursday night. And second of all, uh, that's an omission on my part. The Bengals should be in that conversation. Um, man, I, I got to see. I No, it's been too many fool me, fool me with, with Cincinnati. <laughs> I can't do it. I just can't. With Marvin Lewis as the head coach and Bill Lazor as the Dixon's offensive coordinator. But not back here, right? Uh, Mixon. Mixon, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Joe Mixon. He, he's he's out. Yet. He's out two to four weeks. No, he's oh, so not. longer than I thought. He's out two to four weeks. Yeah, he's total gonna, or more between two and four is what the reports oh, are. All right, all right. So he didn't miss Thursday. He got injured in Thursday. Okay. So he's got a little bit of time here, but he's gonna miss at least two games. All right. So it's our Dubs Dread teed up question of the night: Which of the seven two and O team, O and two teams, make the playoffs? And we're getting this text a lot, and I actually think that this texter. That writes in, none of these 0-2 teams are making the playoffs. Divisions with winning records will fill the wild card spots. I think that texture is 100% right. Like The answer to the question, I believe, is zero. Zero for seven. This year will be the first time since 2012 an 0-2 team that started the year will not fill a playoff spot. Because, as I said, the NFC is too deep. And there are a couple of other teams that we expect to be good this year. That kind of started off slow. I'm thinking about Pittsburgh, 0-1-1. Um, that could fill one of those wild card spots because Cincinnati is for real. So it could be that you have some of those teams that did not start 0-2 that kind of fill some of those spots. Yeah, and later on in the week we'll do the poser show because I'm looking forward to it. Because oh, I have Cincinnati- that written down. Contender or pretender? <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, I have that written down. We will get to that this week. That's likely on... Uh, tomorrow's show, 844-225-5580. That's 844. I know you're sniffing at Cincinnati as a poser. 225-5580 uh, on the Grill <laughs> Seafood text line as well, 21232. I asked last segment, uh, give me a Big 12 quarterback that took the NFL by storm, it's like the sad. last one. Um, and our buddy Chase, who works here at the station, texted me, as well as a couple of textures at 21232. The biggest name that they could give me was Robert Griffin III for one year. Like that, that so is, Tana, is who's better, Tannehill or Griffin the third? Well, I'm just saying. I mean, oh no, no, no. I mean, I the, I, the I sophomore think, year of Tannehill was probably no, as I, good as the freshman year of Griffin. I mean, like Robert. Remember, Robert Griffin third was going to change the NFL, oh, and then the knee 100%. injury, and yeah, then the Adidas yeah. ad, and then all that. He, he gets came run back out too of, early. Yeah, he came back too early. Um, like Robert Griffin the third is something. He's not everything, but I think that this does speak to kind of the state of Big Twelve quarterbacks in the league. Another texter wrote in Drew Brees. Drew Brees went to Purdue. That's in the Big Ten. Um, I can't remember the last Big Twelve quarterback that like what had had an extended. Josh Freeman run. had a good that had, yeah. Year. I mean, Josh Freeman, by the way, 
has the franchise record in Tampa Bay for touchdown passes. Oh, still? He leads Tampa Bay in touchdown passes. You're yes. right, 27. No, not in the season. I mean career. Oh, career. I mean oh, career. Wow. Josh Freeman. He's still over Vinny Testaverde? He's the franchise leader. Yes, Josh Freeman is. Look that up. God, and Vinny was there for what, a decade? Yes, but Josh Freeman has that record. <laughs> 844-225-5580. Your text on our Dubs Dread Teed Up question of the night. Uh, which 0-2 team has the best chance to make the playoffs? Also, uh, we'll get into a couple other news and notes around uh, around the NFL from today and one NBA player demands a trade we'll get into that a couple other things to get to as well uh we will we will play contender or pretender either tonight or tomorrow though because you're right I want to talk about Cincinnati because I don't I don't think I'm quite buying that yet 844-225-5580 it is live local and loud here on ESPN 580 Orlando this is ESPN 580 Orlando's live local and loud Hey, welcome back. It's live, local, and loud here on ESPN 5. Eddie Nicky Football here. Jerry Daniels with me. We're hanging out in the Victory Casino Cruises.com studios, home of the only legal sports book in Central Florida. We've spent most of the first hour talking about the 0-2 teams. There's seven of them that could make the playoffs this year. In fact, the last time an 0-2 team missed the playoffs, an 0-2 team that started the year missed the playoffs was 2012. And... Jerry, I'll tell you what, sometimes, you know, you can't see the forest for the trees. <laughs> Here we are. I, I asked this question two segments ago, and we talked about it a little bit a, a couple of well, minutes ago. I knew ago. Troy Aikman. I just thought he was, well, no, like, like, that was another generation. Well that's, well, that's the thing. is like, I don't mean Troy Aikman, but I asked, name me a Big 12 quarterback in recent history that yeah, has taken yeah, the NFL yeah, yeah. by storm, or at least has been decent. And here we are talking about the Cincinnati Bengals and how good they've been this the beginning of this year. They're 2-0. and Andy Dalton went to TCU. Um... Is Andy Dalton the best quarterback out of the Big 12 the last 18 years? Yeah, he might be. Yeah. Is it and 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 once again, I mean, I I'm, I'm going to plea ignorance here because I I'm looking at kind of a list of names here. It's a combination of Andy Dalton, Robert Griffin the 3rd, Vince Young, Sam Bradford. And I got a friend of mine on the line. I'm, I'm going to ask him the same great Darn question, because we're going to stick with the uh, AFC North, but we're going to go down the food chain from Cincinnati, which is Hard for me to say down to the Steelers, and uh, I, I know I'm sorry, but I got Chris Kirkpatrick, friend of the show, on the line with us. Uh, big Steelers fan, dude. What's going on there, man? Is Cincinnati really the best team in the AFC North? Oh my God! Do you know? Do you know what I love more than anything? I love us being two games into the season and already figuring out who the Super Bowl champ is. <laughs> like this makes total sense. I'm so glad. I mean, I know your job is you guys have to already pick and you have to see what's going on and. It's like, oh, my God, New England lost so bad to Jacksonville. They're done. I don't know. They've done that the last five years. They've lost to somebody early in the season. Oh, my God, Pittsburgh's in such disarray. We I don't mean, know they what are, they're Chris. doing. And yet we it all... doesn't look good, Chris. I mean, Pittsburgh doesn't look good right now. <laughs> okay, that's great. That's great. That's great. You guys are so cute. You guys are so cute. We have two games. Now, granted, granted, we did get blown out by Kansas City, which hurts. But it doesn't hurt as bad as tying the Cleveland Browns. I mean, that obviously, as a Pittsburgh fan, is as low as you can go. Like, even losing to them, you can make excuses, but tying them, you're like, you know what? I got absolutely nothing on would that. You ra- so. Would you rather lose to Cleveland <laughs> than tie them? Any day. Any wow! Day. Yeah, I'm telling you, I would rather lose. It's the Cleveland Browns. I mean, they make so many mistakes. I know I'm going to lose so many friends over this because I have so many friends that are from Ohio and they're all Cleveland. 
Actually, I talk smack to them all the time, so it doesn't matter. But I'm just saying it's the Cleveland Browns. They make the worst, worst decisions. I mean, you pick up a quarterback in the first round, and you already have a quarterback that you start all year that's doing great for you. Like, they could have got Saquon Barkley. I don't know. They, they could be they, 2 0. They could or, be 2 0. Or Sam right Darnold. Now. They could have had Sam Darnold, too, Chris. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. Maybe they didn't even take the best quarterback with the number one pick. No. Well, well, we don't know. Sam no, Darnold. Yeah, great. One and one. That's cute. I remember. That's great. Yeah, we're measuring we'll him for the Hall of Fame jacket already, Chris. I mean, you already <laughs> exactly. laid this out here. This is how we do this. Yeah, we're two games in. I get it. All right, let's talk Steelers. Come on. Wrong. I want to talk Steelers. All right. So are we going to see. I have no idea what's going on right now. Uh, are we going to see Le'Veon Bell ever again in a Steelers uniform? To be honest with you, as a diehard Steelers fan and knowing the organization and whatever, I hope not. Wow! I don't care how good you are. We have we have integrity. We have a we have a a, a standard that we hold all our players to. And 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 don't get me wrong. I understand you want to get paid as one of the top players, but you're getting paid as one of the top running backs. Like play the game. Like at least go out the year, and then if you get traded or whatever, like it, it's ridiculous. He's losing what eight hundred thousand dollars a game for. For what he's doing, it's like it's it's just not Pittsburgh football. James Conner, who I think everybody on the planet is rooting for, Pittsburgh guy, what he's gone through with his with his, you know, yeah, yeah of course. I mean, that's your one feel cancer. good story, he, but you got to beat cancer. Yeah, he beat cancer. But okay, so I asked Nikki Football, which one of the bees was he most expected to look down on or, or not count on, and. He didn't even mention Le'Veon Bell. He's already off the team. He's, already, he's already marked him as yeah, off the team. Gone. He's so the, the team. next yeah. B would be Antonio Brown. Is he going to get his crap straight, or is Tomlin going to continue to sing like Betty Bye songs to him? Well, listen, I don't know who the guy was that tweeted whatever he tweeted about him, but you know, any way you yeah. look at it, yeah, any way you look at it, uh, Ben is. Maybe he doesn't have as many Super Bowl rings as Tom Brady, but Ben's very comparable to Tom Brady in that he makes a lot of receivers famous. I mean, I know a lot of receivers that have been through Pittsburgh and whatever, and I'm not saying Brown is like that, but I'm saying he, he owes a lot to Ben. He's an amazing receiver, and if he goes somewhere else, he's going to chew us up for a billion yards, whatever. But Ben makes receivers. Ben makes Ben's a playmaker. Ben... Ben's a quarterback that we've never seen before. We're learning that there's a new style of quarterback. The, uh, you know, the guys that can get out of one tackle, and he may not be the, the best quarterback, but as soon as he breaks that first tackle, you're talking about eight seconds now. He's got to give his receivers a chance to get over. So you're still sold on the third B. You still think Big Ben is the key for this season and he's going to get through this? Because he was going to retire two years ago. He's, he was going to retire like 10 years ago. Like, Ben is like, Ben's going to retire for the next, you know, 20 years. But this might be his last season. We don't know. I'm, I was so, like, Rudolph, I was so hoping for him to come in and hopefully, you know, Ben, like, you know, show him the ropes and be like, this is what I do that makes me so amazing. And, but you can't show that. You know, it's like when we became big, when, when my group became big, Nobody can sit there and go, okay, this is what you're ready to expect. You know, you, you don't know what it's like to have people pounding on your bus or you get freaked out. or Ben, ben can't teach 
what he knows to anybody. And I think that's why he got upset when they drafted Rudolph. He's like, listen, you know, you guys are going to have to just deal with me when I'm gone, deal with, you know, what I've left, whatever. Ben is, ben is a quarterback that nobody's ever seen, a style of quarterback that nobody's ever seen, and he makes amazing receivers. And Antonio is an amazing receiver. He would have been great with the Bengals. He would have been great with the Ravens. He would have been great with a lot of the AFC North teams. But he was with Ben. He was with a guy that got him and a guy that got him the ball, and then he could do something after the catch. So, again, I'm, it, this, is like, this is like one of those catch-22s where I would never want to say anything about it because he would totally come back to burn us. But Ben is an amazing quarterback, and Ben has, ben has made a lot of receivers who have left Pittsburgh, and we've never heard from them again, famous. Yeah, you're right. Chris Kirkpatrick, friend of the show, thanks for calling in. The bandwagon in Pittsburgh is apparently still healthy. Yeah, that's yeah, it is. <laughs> it, it's, it is still healthy. Now, will it be rolling once uh, they leave uh, Tampa Bay on Monday night? 844-225-5580. That's 844-225-5580. Also, via the text at 21232. That's 21232. Hour 2 next here on ESPN 580.